and welcome to the Howling Monkey Reads Comics. Today is Sunday, January 22nd, 2017. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies together, shall we? I hope everybody's doing well. It's been an uh, exciting weekend, I suppose. We, you know, we've inaugurated a new president. We've seen uh, protests across the nation. Uh, it's been a time that's just uh, emotionally charged for a lot of people. So, you know, I don't really want to talk about politics or do any political material, which is why I'm turning to the comics. Um, because unless you're reading Mallard Fillmore or Doonesbury, you're not likely to get too much pointed political commentary uh, there. And if you are reading Mallard Fillmore or Doonesbury, you're not getting any laughs anyway. So let's move on. Our first comic of the day is Hagar the Horrible. In this particular episode, uh, Helga, Hagar's wife, is yelling at him. It's And she's like, Hagar, it's only been a couple of weeks. You, you, Your New Year's resolution was to give up beer. And Hagar's there just drinking a giant Stein O beer. And he's he's clearly had some because he's uh, his eyes are closed and he's got drunken bubbles emitting from around his head. Uh, she says, Hey, and you, you were supposed to give up overeating and he's eating a chicken or turkey leg and he's got a giant bowl with two more turkey or chicken legs in them. Uh, it's chicken. It's chicken based on the next commentary because in the next one, Hagar says best dollar sign, pound sign, percent sign, star exclamation point chicken ever. So he's just best blanking chicken ever is what he's saying. And Helga goes, and you were supposed to give up cursing. And that's, that's a fairly serious curse to be uttering in, in Hagar. Uh, and then Hagar goes, you know, Helga, I'm sorry. You must be very disappointed in me. And she goes, no, my new year's resolution was to give up expecting better from you. And the joke here is that, uh, that Hagar is incorrigible, that he's not going to change and that Helga's going to keep yelling at him, even though she resolved not to, and he resolved to get better, and neither of them are following their resolutions, and that's the comedy there, is that that uh, they just both are not going to keep their their promises, and that but they love each other, and that's the thing, is that despite their flaws, they are a Viking couple in, in love. So there's that. Uh, but th- that's the joke is that they neither of them can keep their resolutions. Our next comic of the day is Mort, Greg, and Brian Walker's Beetle Bailey. It takes three people to come up with the uh, high-level comedy content in Beetle Bailey these days. In this episode, Otto the dog is uh, in his crate going, you know, I have a good life. I have a nice warm bed. And, you know, he, he goes around. He's visiting with various members of the, the team. He gets three meals a day because... Cookie is bringing him some food. Uh, Miss Buxley is petting him on the head, and he goes, I have lots of good friends and a devoted companion in Sarge. And he says, you know, it's a dog's life. And then he adds, hey, and if anyone ever says that in a negative way, I'll just bite him in the leg. And the joke here is that uh, people use the expression, it's a dog's life, in a negative, in a in a negative way, they usually do. It's like uh, you know, you can use expression. I've been treated like a I, you know. I, actually, I've never heard anybody use this expression in my life. I've never heard anybody go, "Oh, it's a dog's life," but that probably is an expression. I mean, I've heard being treated like a dog or that that sort of thing, but uh, I don't know who people who say, "Oh man, it's a dog's life out here." I've heard it's a dog eat dog world, perhaps, but presumably 
there's an expression that it's a dog's life, which people use in a negative way. But but for a dog, it, you see, it would not be negative because they are a dog, and they they like their life. And if you disagree with them, they will bite you on the leg because they are a dog. Speaking of dogs, our next comic of the day is Marmaduke by Brad and Paul Anderson. In this episode, uh, Marmaduke's up to all sorts of antics. He's leaping over a fence going woof woof. He is then being chased by a a dog catcher in a uniform with a giant butterfly net. Uh, He's just woofing. Uh, He's chasing a squirrel. He's playing catch. We see him panting and running home. And then he's kind of lying down in a chair. And when... uh, his owner comes in, the wife is standing there at the door and says, Hey, you just forget that tail wagon, doggy kissing, welcome home today. And that, that's it. Um, the joke the joke here is that Marmaduke is now too tired to greet his owner because he's been running around. End of joke. That's it. But uh, so there you go. That's the comedy is that Marmaduke's tired. We are. Now, we also learn, apparently in Marmaduke, uh, on the, in the Sunday version, uh, you get you get something called Dog Gone Funny. Dog Gone Funny, in which somebody t- sends in a hilarious story about their, do- their dog. And this, this week's is uh, that Ann Smith has a Bichon named Bitsy. And apparently Bitsy likes to guard the house against strangers, it goes on to say. For example, she sits, she sits there and waits for the door to open. And when it does, she sees a reflection in the door and she barks furiously. Someone sent that in as a hilarious story. Not only that, they printed it. Our next comic of the day is Garfield. In this episode, um, John's girlfriend, Liz, is sending him a text message. And it's a bunch of emojis of hearts. And he gets it and he sends back hearts because they're 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 just sending emojis to each other and then um garfield gets on the action and he types sends a text to john that's emojis of uh bowls of cat food and pillows my joke here is is twofold one is that garfield loves eating and sleeping so that's why he would send those messages the second joke is that that how, how can a cat text they don't they don't know enough to know how to do that, and they don't have opposable thumbs, so it would make it difficult. And I don't know if the surface of a like smartphone screen would pick up a cat's paw, it, it, whether that, that material would, would register a cat's paw poking. And finally, I don't know where a cat would get a cell phone in the first place that's registered to him, because it's it's the, the text message says, from Garfield, so it's a phone registered to the cat. Um, uh, and, uh, so I don't, yeah, yeah, those are the jokes there. It's a cat who somehow has a cell phone, who somehow knows how to operate it and enjoys eating and sleeping. So there's multiple, multiple lever levels of complex comedy from, from Garfield. So there you go. Uh, our next comic of the day is, uh, Dennis the Menace. And as you well know at this point, the Sunday version of Dennis the Menace is titled, this one is Morning Grub. Uh, in this one, Dennis is dressed up like a cowboy. Uh, he's waving some guns around going, kapow, 
And mom sees him and goes, well, howdy, partner. And he goes, well, I sure am one hungry cowboy. And mom goes, well, you're, you're, you're in luck. I, I made pancakes. And then Dennis goes, oh, mom. And she goes, oh, wait, I thought you liked pancakes. And Dennis says, but I wanted flapjacks. The, the joke here is that flapjacks and pancakes are the same thing. But um, Dennis was upset because he specifically wanted flapjacks because he thinks that's what a cowboy would ask for. Uh, not realizing that flapjacks is just another word for pancakes. So he's disappointed that she's not letting him live up to the reality of the costume play that he has engaged in. Um uh, so that's a joke, but all will be well because I'm sure she will explain this to him and then he will enjoy his pancakes, pancake, pancakes, pancake, <laughs> which I think sounds like a Gilbert Gottfried duck commercial. Now pancakes, she will explain to him that pancakes and flapjacks are the same exact thing. Anywho. Moving on, uh, our next comic today is Mother Goose and Grimm by Mike Peters. In this episode, uh, Grandma and her dog are going through, uh, go, getting on a plane, so they're going through TSA, and she, the, the TSA agent says, all right, put your cell phone, your iPad, your shoes in the tray, he says, and then get rid of any liquids, to which we're, we see that the dog has then proceeded to urinate on the TSA agent's leg, and the dog goes, hey, I was just following orders. The, the joke the joke here is that when he said get rid of all your liquids the dog took that to mean that he should relieve his his bladder uh, and since the TSA agent is a is a authoritative authoritative figure uh, then the comedy flows from the fact that he uh, did so there so again two levels of joke one is that the dog misunderstood that when the guy asked him to get 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 rid of all liquids he just meant you know, put them in the tray or, or throw them in the trash, whatever. And then the second level of comedy is that uh, because of that misunderstanding, he decided to relieve himself. And the third level of the comedy is that a, a, a figure in authority is made to look foolish and we are all laughing as a result thereof because we all chafe at the bridle of authority that uh, we, we all have to chafe under. There's a lot of chafing. A lot of chafing going on. If you had a chafing dish, it would be okay, I guess. But I don't even know what that... Anyway. All right, our next comic of the day is uh, It's the Family Circus by Bill Keane. Uh, what? Okay. In this episode, Vel, the mom, is looking through photos. She's got photos of the kids as little bitties. She's got photos of... Her and her husband um, just doing stuff like looking out a looking out a window is one of the things they're doing. Uh, she's in bed holding the kids. One of the kids uh, they brought a kid home. That, they're lo- oh, it's not a window. I'm sorry, it's a nursery. Sorry, they're looking in the nursery window. You know that that glass window they have where you can look at like forty kids at a time. Um, all the pictures are related to to her pregnancy and or birth of one of the one or more of the children, um, and then. Um, you know, Mr. Keene or comes in and goes, "Hey, I see you're sorting through all those old pics." Trying to be hip there by saying pics instead of pictures. Uh, when when do you think you'll be done? And she says, "Oh, 
I'm not sure I'll ever be. And the joke here is that you're just never really done reminiscing, are you? You look at your kids and you just, you just, that, it's, uh, it's all just, you're just nostalgic all the time and you'll never be done with that. No, no, you'll never be done with that. And that's what photos can do for you. And perhaps that is something we lose in this digital age of ours where we have so many pictures available to go through online. I don't look, I look, the point is, is that she's simply saying she'll never really be done reminiscing about her pregnancy or her children or I, whatever, man, that's, it's not, it's not even a joke. It's not, there's nothing even attempting to be funny there. Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. That's all the time we have for the Howling Monkey Reads the Comics. Until next time, see you in the funny papers. The Howling Monkey Reads the Comics is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. All content copyright, Law Dog Productions, LLC. For further information, check us out at www.thehowlingmonkey.com. Or if you have comments or questions, write to joe at thehowlingmonkey.com. Finally, if you'd like to support this podcast, please do so on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. We're at patreon.com backslash thehowlingmonkey.com.